This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September 29th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. A welfare reform effort is under discussion in Congress, a small reform to be sure, but it has the distinction of perhaps being the largest welfare reform in nearly two decades. Charles Hughes, co-author of the Cato paper, The Work Versus Welfare Trade-Off, offers his thoughts. There is a welfare reform effort currently uh, sitting in Congress. It's It's been called the biggest bipartisan welfare reform effort in 20 years, presumably since the 1996 uh, welfare reform plan. But what is it actually? Well, right now, it's a discussion draft to properly reauthorize TANF, Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, which is what people think of, generally think of when they think of welfare programs. Uh, it would make a number of changes. Uh, one of the uh, more promising shifts would be to try to make the policies more evidence-based and to introduce some kind of outcome measures that would look at how people who are on the program and leave are faring after they do so. And that would be in terms of the percentage of people who are working and how their earnings change over a period of time. Uh, Another change is it would give states more discretion in how they kind of allocate their resources and how they try to meet the work requirements in the program. So it would be a small step towards giving the states more authority, which is a good thing because the federal government shouldn't really be wielding the kind of power it does in this kind of policy sphere. And Republicans are in some sense willing to walk away from this change over how states are given that leeway to determine where this money goes and how it's used. Right. Well, both sides, I think, have have some objections, which is always going to be the case when you try to craft some kind of bipartisan reform. From the right, there are two areas of main concern. One is the elimination of a distinction between what is called core and non-core or supplemental activities. Core activities are things like working in a job, uh, subsidized employment, on-the-job training, things that are generally tied directly to work. While non-core are things like vocational training or education, like completing your GED. So things that are not really as directly tied to being in a job or working. And I think the concern there is that it might signal a shift away from the work-first model that TANF has been uh, for the last 20 years, and which has, to some extent, been successful in helping to encourage more people to transition out of the program and into a job. Now, the big welfare reform of 96, broadly, that was couched as something that did return a lot of authority and experimentation to states. But here we have many Republicans or uh, other folks who are concerned about doing exactly that within this program. Right. And I think, to some extent, it's important to keep in mind that the population in poverty and the people who are in these programs varies a lot from state to state. So there's a lot of specific knowledge that these states, and as you get closer to local government or state, the closer you get to people, the more they know about the situations that the people they're trying to help are facing. So 
kind of returning more discretion to the states, I think, to some extent, would uh, maybe help them be more effective in transitioning these people into work. So is this the, would this be the biggest welfare reform in 20 years? Uh, sadly, probably, yes. Uh, the program hasn't even been properly reauthorized in 10 years, and there haven't really been uh, hasn't really been a comprehensive or substantive reform since the the 96 reform that you talked about. One thing that's important to keep in mind, though, is as encouraging, in a sense, as it is that they're at least talking about doing some kind of reform. TANF, or welfare as we like to think about it, is only one small component of the welfare system as it currently is. Depending on whose numbers you look at, if you look at GAO, GAOs, the Government Accountability Offices, it's about less than 3% of welfare outlays. And it's one of 80 to 100 programs, depending on how you count it. So it's one strand in the very tangled knot that comprises our welfare system. So while it's encouraging that we're at least talking about it and having some substantive discussions, it shows how steep a hill it is to climb to get some kind of overarching reform in the system. What would be the best reform? Well, ideally, the federal government would get out of this policy sphere, and the states would take the lead in terms of funding and allocating resources to the best place where they see fit. As I mentioned, they have more specific knowledge about the needs of the populations they're serving, and there's not really a reason why the federal government needs to be involved. In the medium term, in the nearer future, something that is more feasible and might be a step in that direction would be to consolidate multiple programs, not just TANF, and allow the states to have that kind of discretion. Charles Hughes is co-author of the Cato paper, The Work Versus Welfare Trade-Off, and the newer paper, The Work Versus Welfare Trade-Off Europe. You can download those papers at our website, cato.org.